Have you ever wanted to know what kind of questions that you should really be asking your spirit guides? Well, I believe that we all should be asking better questions. Now, when my students first take my Four Intuitive Languages course, they want to know how many spirit guides they have, what their names are, and so forth and so on. So I've compiled the best questions to ask your guides, and they are absolutely not what you think. So listen into this episode so that you can start asking your spirit guides these questions. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you love this podcast, I would absolutely love to see a five-star review so I can share your name and give you a little shout out on this podcast. You can go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash podcast review to see, or just scroll down from wherever you're listening and go ahead and write a five-star review. All right. So today I'm giving you my best questions to ask your spirit guides. They are definitely not probably what you want to ask, but they are the better questions to ask. When we start asking better questions in our life, we get better answers. For an example, a lot of times we just want our spirit guides to give us the answer, to give us the direction, but we're not actually asking why. And when we ask the better questions, we start to really do the inner work that's needed to clear our energy and raise our vibration. So for instance, if we're kind of demanding or hoping or wishing and praying that our guides would give us a clear no or yes, well, actually you might want to say, why do I want that so bad? Why am I not trusting myself? Why don't I think I have the answer? And oftentimes too, it could be that you're rushing a process that just needs to happen in divine timing as well. And there can be many other reasons, but that's what I mean by asking better questions. When we start asking why we start getting to the bottom of what we really need to get to. So let's talk about communicating with your guides. The first thing that you want to do is greet them. Obviously, you've got to greet them, say hi to them, and then tell them how much you appreciate them and what they've done. That's really important in any relationship too. They are working for you each and every day in your favor. As long as you're communicating with them, you can be on the same page so they can create opportunities for you in alignment with your goals and your path. And you can see that they've given you a hunch, or maybe you saw a little flash of light. Thank your guides for that. And that's a symbol that they're there and their presence, and also that you're seeing them. Now, you might be saying, Whitney, I'm a newbie at this. I don't even know what they're doing for me. Well, a simple thank you can be very helpful in gratitude that they're listening. So I always tell my students, call in your guides, know that they're there, and you might be able to see, feel, hear. And that's great too, but just know that they're there. Call them in. You know, the first thing you're going to want 
to do is say, well, what's their names? Like, I want to know their names. I'm ready to address them that way. Here's the deal. Your spirit guides vary on that opinion. Some spirit guides are very clear and they're like, hello, this is my name. And then other spirit guides say, nope, I don't go by name. I go by a symbol or a color or a feeling. And some guys are like, that is earth plane stuff. That is not how we operate. We operate by an energy signature. So just realize the names are not as important to them as they are to us. Now to some guides, it might be very important, but I've seen that spirit guides are kind of like, eh, it's all right. Like, they tell you, they tell you. Now, another reason they don't tell you their name is because if you have their name, you might be calling on them way too much. People will be sitting there talking to their guides all day long. And they're like, we can't create the opportunities for you because you keep calling on us. Now, of course, your guides want to be there with you. But I'm talking about if you're calling on them every single minute of every single day, they cannot create an opportunity because you're always, always talking to them. Now, they are with you, around you, but they also have to do other things. They need to grow, they need to learn, and they have other things that they need to do to benefit you as well as themselves. So just getting that out there too. Now, what's funny is if you do get a name, then you might be surprised. Some guides, it's just like, hey, my name is Bob, and you're expecting rainbow-winged sugarfoot, and you're like, That is not probably their name. It's just Bob. Well, that's how it is. (laughs) You have to talk to your spirit guides. Remember, your spirit guides most of the time have lived an earth plane life before, so they don't necessarily have all these fancy names that sometimes we think they do. The question of what is your name, not really important. That's actually not one of my top questions to ask. Now, another question a lot of students want to know is how many do I have? Well, the way I teach inside of my program for intuitive languages, I'll talk about how many guides that you'll have in general, but also that's not really super important for you either. (laughs) So you might be saying, but uh uh-huh, it is. My ego wants to know this. I just want to know the facts. You can understand that, but that's not really the better question to ask, right? It's just more of a surface level. I just want to know the basics, but it's not necessarily as important. What is important is that you have guides around you and that they are willing and ready to help you. So one of the best questions to ask is to actually say to them, you know, I'd love to get to know you a a little bit more. Can you show me? a sign or help me hear something or an image or a feeling or sensation to let me know that you're around. So that could be one way. It's like a calling card from your spirit guides. Sometimes this kind of gets into the signs where people are like, I want to know that my guides are here. And I didn't see that symbol all the time. This is not something to prove that they're there. This is just a nice, hey, I'd like to get to know you a little bit more. Would you be willing to share a sign or an image or a sensation or color just so I know that it's you when you're around? So that's something that could be very helpful when you're experiencing an energy. Now, this doesn't mean that they're going to be showing you a coin. This does not mean that they're going to be showing you a number pattern. 
This is more something that identifies who they are. So when you ask a better question, it's not always a name, right? It's just, hey, can you kind of show me that you're around? Now, some guides are a little bit more behind the scenes and they're not as upfront, but you can just talk to them and ask them. So I have guides that show me themselves very differently than others. Some will be through symbols, some will be through feeling or color or knowing. And so it's just different depending on your guide. Now, another question that you can ask is, what can I do to receive your messages more clearly? So this kind of goes to, you want to have developed your intuition before you ask this question, because if you're getting crickets, you're going to be like, well, why am I even asking this question in the first place? This is why I always say you need to develop your intuition. And if you want to, you can definitely do that through my program for intuitive languages. We'll link to it in the show notes. But a lot of times people joke and say, I think my guides left me or they just split. They left town or they just must be sitting there. Maybe I need new guides. Not most of the time. Most of the time it's that you are not actually doing your part. Sometimes we assume that your spirit guides are just sitting around, I guess, following their nails or something, waiting for every little beck and call. And we just assume that they're going to give us the messages when we need them. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It doesn't happen that way. I mean, it will happen that way sometimes if it's super important, but you're going to miss all the nuances and the conversations and the detail. So it's similar to if you were to have a conversation with a friend who only called you when they needed to tell you something versus when you're regularly checking in, you get to know what's going on in your friend's life. You get to be on the same page. You get to tell your friend what's going on in your life versus if you just had those big imperative moments, you might know something's going on, but you wouldn't know anything else in between. And your guides need to make sure that you are developing your intuition so that you do understand that message so you can communicate with them every day. So one of the answers might be, hey, develop your intuition. One of the answers might be, hey, we need you to adjust your chemistry. So one of the things I talk about in Four Intuitive Languages is a spirit circle. And this is an exercise that you have with a spirit guide that helps to adjust your etheric body so that your sensitivity receptors can become more sensitive to spirit. So oftentimes I'll tell my students, hey, you need to do the spirit circle twice a week. So doing a development exercise something to increase your sensitivity. Your spirit guides could also say, you need to rest more. You need to just be thinking all the time. Even when you're in bed, your thoughts are racing and it's really hard. This could also be a message of you need to clear your mind a bit more. So what can I do? This So many different answers can happen. It could be exercise more because if you're a channeler, then your body actually needs to be expending energy for you to feel in a more balanced state to receive their messages. So first question is, can you tell me a sign or show me a sign, an image, a feeling, a sensation? Second question is, what can I do to receive your messages more clearly? So I have three more questions for you to ask your spirit guides When we come back after this really quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings. 
But I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging in there. I am giving you the five best questions to ask your spirit guides, and we've already covered two. And so my number three question to ask your spirit guides, instead of asking for the answer or saying, what should I do? How about you ask, what is my next right action? Because it depends on your questions. So sometimes we ask a question and we are wanting a yes or no answer. Sometimes we say, should I do this? And your spirit guides don't give you a no. They don't give you a yes. And they're kind of like, yeah, it's up to you. And sometimes we ask questions and you're wanting a specific outcome. And your spirit guides are like, yeah, you should do this so that you can learn a lesson. So what's important for you is to say, what is my next right action? It could be phrased in a couple different ways. What is my next aligned right action? And you can also add a little bit more specific to this. What is my next aligned action for? And then fill it in X, Y, Z. So you can say, what is my next right action in regards to making this business offer? Or what is my next right action in hiring somebody in my business? Or in a personal life, what is my next right action around this specific issue, person, event, opportunity, whatever that is. And you can talk to them a little bit before you ask this question of the outcome that you're looking for. So let's say that you are trying to start a business and you're just not sure what to do. Well, it does make sense for you to also be logical and do research. And of course, even take a program or something like that. But when you're asking your spirit guides, you know, what is my next right action in starting my business for the highest possible results or for the most abundant life, things like that, then your spirit guides can give you a better answer. So what is your next right action right now? Now, when we say that, we, of course, are going to be getting messages through our intuitive language. So, of course, you want to make sure that you've developed it so that you can clearly receive the message. Now, another question that is one of my favorites, and this is great if you have oracle cards. It's great if you're just connecting in with your spirit guides. It's around decision time. Not always. You can use this next question for a couple different ways. When we're asking, like, should I do this? You want to know more information. And I alluded to this a little while ago when I was saying, sometimes your spirit guides say, well, yeah, if you're asking this question, you need to do it to learn this lesson or something like that. So sometimes people ask for relationships, you know, is this the right person? And what I'll say to that is, Your spirit guides my answer of, yes, this is the right person for you at the right time because they feel like you need to learn a lesson or or rebalance karma or something like that. 
And your spirit guides are just like, yeah, you should go do that because you might need to learn something, experience something and so forth and so on. So that's really important for you to get clear around, well, what's the energy around this? So if you ask that question and you were in that position and you said, well, what's the energy around me being in this relationship? Then let's say you pull cards or you talk to your spirit guides that give you messages. You might see a balance or a seesaw, which is, this is going to balance or rebalance some karma. You might also see something else kind of like learning boundaries. And you're like, all right, this relationship is going to help me learn some boundaries. So you have more information when you say, what is the energy around me being in a relationship with this person so that you can make a more informed decision and you get to speed up your cycle or slow your cycle down. So that means you could say, Nope, I'm skipping this because I have now immediately learned my lesson. I do not choose this. I'm going to move on to the next opportunity that's more in alignment. I'm going to have a conversation with my guides about what I truly, really do want. So you get to understand that a little bit more. So this is why I say ask better questions because you get so much more information from it. And then finally, my last best question to ask is, is this for my highest and best? Sometimes we get confused where we get conflicting messages. We're not quite sure what that is. And if you say, is this for my highest and my best right now, then you can receive your answer. Now, I really encourage you to stay away from yes or no questions. And one of the reasons is I've already said it. Your spirit guides can say no or yes. And especially if we're getting a yes. And then we're like, but that didn't work out how I wanted it to work out. So if we say, is this for my highest and best? That's a better question and a better way to ask a yes or no, if you really want to ask a yes or no. So even if they still say yes, you know it's for your highest and best. So you don't necessarily go, well, why the F did they tell me to do it? And it sucked. (laughs) You want to make sure that you are feeling, okay, this is for my highest and my best. And have a conversation and also ask the question in combination with what is the energy around XYZ? Now, one question I do feel like sometimes we need to kind of think about or stay away from is when we want a certain timeline, when we are attached to a timeline, when we say, will this happen? You know, this is a yes or no question. And some people will will get a yes and then it doesn't work out, but it works out five years later. So it's important that you really think about what you're asking. And this is why I'm giving you these five questions. So here's a quick recap. You can ask them for a sign, kind of like a calling card, an image, a signature feeling of when they are around or how they would like to be acknowledged. And you might not get an immediate answer. It's okay if you don't. Spirit guides are different in their personalities, but this is not going to be a sign like a coin or a bird or something like that. This is going to be more of an image or a color or a something that you hear or a feeling or a knowing. What can I do to receive your messages more clearly? Remember, you have to do your part. 
And this is really acknowledging that and you're showing your guides that you understand it's a co-creation and it's not all on them, that you actually have to take some of the responsibility to develop your intuition more. I mean, so many people just think, ah, it'll happen when it happens, but it doesn't. And what is my next right action for XYZ for the highest and the best? Sometimes we want to know the outcome and we ask questions of, well, where's this going to take me? What is the end result going to look like? What am I going to be doing? I want to know, like, what is this going to look like? That is not how spirit operates most of the time. They give you breadcrumbs and you follow the breadcrumbs. So this really helps you go, what is my next right action now for my highest and best in regards to XYZ? And then what is the energy around XYZ? So what is the energy around doing something if you're trying to make a decision? Or what is the energy around a relationship that you have, a job that you have, an opportunity that's coming up? And then is this for my highest and best? And with that question, I want you to modify it a little bit, such as, if I do this, is this for my highest and the best? Or is saying yes to this client for my highest and best? So really asking so that you have more information to make a more informed decision. All right. If you loved this podcast, I'd love to see a five-star review come in and you can do it wherever you're listening or go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash podcast review. I will be back next week with a brand new episode, but until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.